0: <laughs> Baby, how do you start a show?
1: <laughs> this is an explicit podcast. You must be 18 years or older to listen. I'm Angie.
0: <laughs> I'm Jay. We're the average swingers. Drink. Okay. Did you want something back? No.
1: I'm good. Okay. All right. So what are we doing?
0: All right.
1: Oh, have you started? You started journalism. Is that um? What, Hang Angie? on. Why can't I?
0: We're talking with
1: Den Tebben.
0: And uh, what do you? Tell us a little bit profession. about yourself. Yes, there you
2: go. And what you do? Oh my God! To tell you a little bit about myself. I'm a pervert. Awesome. We like perverts. I'm a slut. I'm a kingster. In a good way. Always in a good way, baby. Always in a good way. In <laughs> our world, it's always in a good way. I'm a kingster, and I haven't been in a monogamous relationship for 15 years. Yeah. So even though, and this is where the professional comes in. I'm a board certified sexologist mm-hmm. and usually the official sexologist of many lifestyle events such right. as Naughty in or Naughty in LA or Cruises like Couples Cruise mm-hmm. or LLV like Luxury Lifestyle mm-hmm. Vacations. So even though that's my professional life, mm-hmm. right, personally I also bring a lot of experience in being part of many communities, mm-hmm. so. Awesome. Mm-hmm.
0: Now, how she got into this?
2: Oh, my God, sexologist? Jo- well, you, you, you said you started early. out as journalism
0: in school. Many,
2: many years ago, um, I studied journalism and sexual anthropology. Oh. I started with journalism, but then I took an anthropology class, and I just like to finish everything I start. Kind of like orgasms. That's that's a good philosophy. I've
0: never started one that I haven't finished.
2: You know, that's the way I am. So if I started (laughs) studying journalism, Uh I was going to finish the degree in journalism. Mm -hmm. But that didn't mean that I couldn't study something at the same same time. Yeah. And that's how I started with sexology. I did a human sexuality, uh, sexual anthropology course Mm -hmm. at university. And I graduated as a sexual anthropologist.
0: Nice. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, what the hell is a sexual anthropologist?
2: A sexual anthropologist, it's uh, it's somebody who studies sexuality Mm -hmm. in different cultures. So I wanted to study courting. In Mm -hmm. different cultures and intimacy and Mm -hmm. connection and desire what does desire mean in different cultures what how do people connect how do people create intimacy how do people fuck right right in different cultures I'm really interested because I think it's a it's a very vulnerable space whether Uh you're doing it out of love and romance or whether you're doing it as a hookup and casual or religion or religion right it's still something that is very personal and very vulnerable there is nothing more vulnerable than being naked in front of other people, mm-hmm. you know? It's great. Um, but you're still putting yourself out there in one way or mm-hmm. another. And, there, and cultures carry a lot of shame mm-hmm. and taboos around sex. Uh-huh. And when you actually feel liberated and you get rid of that shame and those taboos, the changes are just incredibly amazing. You become better people. You're able to connect to other folks. You're happier. And I wanted to study that in different cultures. I'm just really interested in that.
1: Well, that's, a, that's a, it's a really good thing to get into. So, I think my question is, how did you transform mm-hmm. from doing that to doing it? Do you do it mainly in the swinging community, or is it just one that is is so plush of? How did you to, go people. from
0: studying it to? Teaching classes. Yes, yes, and yes,
2: yes. Yeah, so, so what I studied helps me understand folks better. So yes. let's say that the sexual anthropology, I come into a convention and I'm <laughs> able to see how cliques are formed. Right. Or how people can actually hook, hook up with each other. Like, uh-huh. what are the courting rituals? So that's right. how that helps
0: me now. So wait, can you now. help me get laid?
2: I can totally help you get laid.
0: Okay, I want to take you with me when we go to the parties. I'm going to point <laughs> at people and say, get me to fuck her.
2: Like, you know what? It's all... <laughs> It's all the way that you communicate, and it's not only verbal. It's body language as yes. well, right? Yes. It's very subtle, yes. you know? and that's something I teach in my hookup class. Sometimes I have a,
1: it can be a look. Yeah, a look um. or the
2: way you touch. and people It's so subtle, and people don't know about it. So people that come up to my hookup class, I think it's called Hooking Up at Large Events, mm-hmm. More Lifestyle Sex. Right. Then I teach them all like, how to read people and how to do certain things so that people read you. Right. In a way that is going to either get you laid uh-huh. mm-hmm. or, which is a real obstacle in the lifestyle world, how how do you reject nicely? How nice. do you, because you have the stalker couples yes. that are really into you and then they follow you everywhere and everybody likes to be friendly in the swinger world and then they don't know how to say no. Yep. And then you just find them everywhere, right? And they just follow you and smile at you and you're like, oh my God, we don't want to fuck with them. How do we say how do no we nicely, them right? them yep. so nicely? I, I yeah. teach them that too. Now, how did I go from that yes. to what I do now? Yes. <laughs> I figured that I wanted to teach people how to have sex because it wasn't only about research for me. Right. I started seeing that a lot of people came to me for advice and asked me about sex ed. I worked in the UN for a long time mm-hmm. doing sexual and productive health and rights. And I saw people just come up to me and ask me questions. Right. And I was already doing the education. Right. Um, but people weren't really able to learn by just
1: asking questions. It wasn't a verbal thing you could keep saying over and over again. You had to show that.
2: I could. But then yeah. I saw that people people learn by, by being shown Example. sometimes. Yeah, examples. Mm-hmm. And I said, I don't want to work for the UN anymore. There's a lot of bureaucracy. I want my job to be, I want to be my own boss, basically. Right. I want to be able to do whatever I want. And them. teach whomever. And, and teach whomever I want. hmm so I went back to school and I studied sex therapy. Didn't like it. I did a postgraduate degree in, in sex therapy, didn't like it.
1: What, what was it what about it that you didn't like? Was it was it the expectation you thought it would be or was it just political?
2: No, the thing is sex therapists are a lot of them think that people have problems and they need to diagnose you with a problem and then they need to treat you.
1: And I I don't like that. They're looking to
0: fix something. They're looking
1: to fix it and there's nothing to fix. No, I think
2: that people have obstacles. Yes. I think that people can have sexual obstacles that they can work through Uh to improve. But I don't need to diagnose you and treat you. Right. So I took that knowledge and I said, okay, so what am I going to do with all this knowledge? How am I going to teach people? Right. I'm gonna develop my own way of teaching. I'm gonna develop my own techniques, mm-hmm. but I didn't have the environment to do so. Right. A few years later, I still had my private clinical practice. I was still doing workshops, but right. more seminar style. Right. Move forward a few years, and I met this really cute girl, uh-huh. and I started dating her. Mm-hmm. I already had my primary partner, so like I said, I'm not monogamous. Right. I just started dating this girl, and she said, "Hey." you know what? I want to become a travel agent in Canada for lifestyle people. Right. I was like, okay. And she's like, and I had the opportunity to be invited to a cruise, Uh huh. but I need a date. Yes. And I don't want to take any of my boy toys because they're too jealous. Yes. Do you want to be my date? And I was like, what kind of cruise is it again? She said, it's a lifestyle sex cruise. I was like, yep. Yep, absolutely. I'm in.
1: Mean, game. Do we go now?
2: Do we yeah. have to now? Can we live in an hour? I, yeah, <laughs> exactly, right? I was like, I am game. So the first time I went on a lifestyle cruise, uh-huh. was as a guest. Yeah. I was somebody's date. I got there, and I was like, motherfucker, this is fun. This is, this is great.
0: <laughs> These are my people.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I found my tribe. And then, uh, she introduced me to Bob, And I was like, wow, Bob, this is amazing. I could, you know, I can come and I can teach people.
1: And he was really excited. And that was- He's always looking for that, that, that thing that nobody has. Exactly. And And they help people. Yes, and they help people in ways that make it a positive environment. Yeah.
2: And so he's like, I think it's gonna be a really good match. And four months later, they had another cruise. And he's like, coming over, we wanna give it a try. So
1: i get on now how many years ago was this oh from my today god
0: we met you last april
1: yeah we met you last april
0: with uh i forgot his name damn it R- pork chops
1: robert robert
0: oh. um robert
1: something or another He's on our Facebook. page. I never remembers people's names. I just remember he, their. He, faces. he worked with you. He was a teacher with you or something. Yeah, he worked with you. Oh, on the Steve. cruise. Steve. Steve. That's yes. it.
0: Sam. Yes. yes. Steve. Yes. yes. Steven.
1: Yeah. Stephen yeah. Biggs. Biggs.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh my God. This must have been like four or five years ago. Yeah. Like I've been on more than twenty lifestyle cruises by now. Yes. Like it's been it's been a while. So I got on that first one, and I started doing my my workshops lecture style. Uh huh. And all of a sudden, there's people coming in naked, right? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's fine. That's sort of cool. I can I can get naked, too. And they were like, we don't understand the technique very well yeah. of what you're teaching. Can you show us? And I was like, oh, my God. I've always wanted to do this, but I never found people. <laughs> to do it with. That, that would yes. be open to me teaching them that way. And I was like, yes, I can. And they're just like, show me on my dick. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, let me get some gloves on. Yes. Because I am certified. Yes by the American College of Sexologists. Yes. So I have to go through a board certification just like nurses and physicians. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And there's an ethics board, yes. right? So you go through the interview, you get certified, and then they're like, okay, so confidentiality, and you can't have sexual relations with clients, mm. and if you're touching them, you need to put gloves on, and you need to make sure that you follow our ethics. Yes. So as, as long as I do that, I was like, okay, well, so remembering my ethics, I'm like, okay, I have to wear gloves, mm-hmm. and I have to let them know that it's a clinical educational touch, right. and they have to consent to it, and their partners have to consent to it. So I was like, okay, may I tu- ma'am, may I touch your husband? Right. Yeah, sure. Sir, can I touch you? Yeah, sure. And then I'm gonna circle of people around, yeah. right? Of course. Yes. And they're like, oh, you're gonna you're gonna touch him? I was like, I'm gonna show you the technique right here. And so I got the gloves on. I teach them the technique, and everybody is like, "Can you show me? Can you show me?" <laughs>
0: <laughs> now it kind of sounds like just a bunch of guys went and jerked off. So mm, yeah. that's what it sounds like, yeah. right? But that wasn't. You had yeah. some
1: females in
2: there. I had females, and then I was like, "Okay, guys, this is really great." But now we're gonna have to learn some techniques for her. Right. You know. Mm. And the women felt so comfortable, and they're like, "Okay, I don't mind if you do if like you touch me." And so I was like, "Okay, this is great." So now, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna touch them, and I'm gonna have the guys or their spouses or their husbands or their partners or their whoever they came to the workshop with. Right. I don't even care. I don't judge. Your fuck buddy, the guy you just met. Yes. I don't care.
1: Absolutely. Put
2: their hands right on top of mine. So they can follow. So you. they can follow me and actually see what I'm doing with my hands right. and feel what I'm doing with my hands. Right. So that they can know where things are, yeah. the amount of pressure and the actual technique.
1: Mm-hmm. Now. I understand that part of it, but most women are... I mean, we should be genetically the same, but some women are not.
2: That's exactly why we have to learn that way. Because every, every body is different. Yes. And so I started that way, but then I was like, okay, why don't we do the classes in the playroom so that everybody, instead of standing around, has their own mattress. Yeah,
0: And while you're doing it, they can do it with their partner,
2: I the way that I started so that was like a few years ago that's how the concept of like hands-on workshop started right. it was very organic like yes. it was just working with the swingers with the people in the lifestyle and it was all organic people wanting to learn and me being able to touch them so I was like I love teaching that way yeah it's golden yes. but how can we do it in a more intimate space yes. and for people to actually be able to learn so I said I'm gonna cut it down to 10 couples right so that I can get them in a room, in a playroom, have right. enough beds, and right. teach them. Mm-hmm. So I was like, it needs to be equal. Right. Both need to learn techniques for one another. Yes. So I said, okay, we're going to do it like this. We're going to do it an hour and a half to two hours. We're going to teach techniques for her and techniques for him. Mm-hmm. We're going to go for the theory part at the beginning. Mm-hmm. So everybody's going to be around me. We're going to do a circle. I'm going to tell them what to do.
1: Right.
2: And then they're all going to go to their beds. Uh-huh. And they're going to practice what I just taught them. Right. And then I'm going to go to each bed. And we're actually going to do it individual attention. Right. They're all going to have to touch their spouses. And if they allow it and they consent to it, I will touch them. So let's say for the squirting class. I will go in, I will put my gloves on, and I will find the G-spot on that that woman. Mm -hmm. I will put my fingers in with gloves with a lot of lube. I will find it. Right. And then I will stimulate it. Right. And then I will tell the husband, okay, now you're going to... Go in with me, so we're both going to be penetrating her with our fingers. You're going to follow my fingers. I'm going to show you exactly where her G-spot is and the type of technique that you need to do. Right. And then, once you learn that, I'm going to slip out, and you're doing it on your own body. Right. And then, if she feels the same thing she felt with me, you're good. Then I'm going to ask you to put your hand up, Yeah. and then I'm going to ask you to put it back in without my help, so that you already know how to find it on your own. Yes, it worked perfect. Really? People were learning how to do it. Yes. They were closing their eyes, having body memory, and a lot of the women said,
1: Oh, my God, you finally found it. <laughs> but, okay, my, my next question. How did that make you feel? Fantastic. Like, you, okay, but you were always looking for something else, something that you wanted to do for somebody else. How did it make you feel? Did you feel accomplished? I mean, did you feel like there's so much more we can go for with this? I mean... I'm gonna tell you something. I think that this is
2: my mission in life. I mean, I don't want to get all religious and stuff or spiritual, but this is my mission. I really think that pleasure can change the world, mm-hmm. and and seeing how people were getting to know their bodies and right. the bodies of those they loved, mm-hmm. it, it's not about an accomplishment for me. Right. It's about a fulfillment right. of understanding that the work that I'm doing. Mm-hmm is repeated by so many people. It's like a pleasure revolution, actually. Yeah. Right? And we're changing the world together, one orgasm
1: at a time. I love (laughs) that. I love that. I absolutely love that. I'm going to use that. Can I use that? Yeah, totally. You can use that. that.
2: (laughs) It's a revolution, right? I believe it. Yes, And if you say, you know, and it changes, and you could see the intimacy form by, like, with these couples, right? They were, like, getting intimate because... And they were growing their intimacy because they were actually getting to know their bodies and right. the bodies of each other some of them have been married for 30 years other ones have been with each other for five years but they were actually getting to hit the spots mm-hmm. and give the other one pleasure yes and then they were going to probably do it because they're swingers to other, other people. people and I told them now it might not work the same as with your wife or your husband because every every body is different mm-hmm but now you know how it how the G spot feels. So when you're going into another woman, mm-hmm. you gotta feel first. You gotta go slow and feel for their body. Yeah. And we broke a lot of myths. You know, sex is something that sells. Yes. Unfortunately. Yes. And they try to sell you so much shit out there, mm-hmm. so much bad information. Oh, squirting! Great, everybody's gonna learn. And then you just see videos of people like putting in their their fingers in and out so fast, so yeah. fast, and the woman squirts, and you're like that might not work for everybody right and it's it's a myth yeah and we break myths and we don't sell we don't we understand that sex is something that shouldn't be sold like that and people are taking advantage they sell you sex toys they sell you information they sell Mm -hmm. you all kinds of stuff just because sex sells yes and i just want people to get to know their bodies connect with them and feel pleasure do it naturally do it naturally and feel pleasure. Right. And you know what? Create community. Because right. the lifestyle community, the people here are so friendly. It's mm-hmm. not People think it's only about the sex, and it's great. Yes. But it's also about the friendships that you make. It's also about the way that you connect, you, make, you know? Yes, it's a community.
1: And it's also about communication, not just with your partner, but you're learning how to talk to other people. Yeah. Even if you're that shy person in the corner of the room. Now, you, tell me that doesn't change the change the world. It, it absolutely does because you know? you, it changed perspective for that person who is the shy one. Mm-hmm. If I go talk to them, they're going to be nice. They're going to say hi. They're, they're going to be nicer. Yes. They're going to be happier. Yes. You're yes. going to have less conflict. Yes, absolutely. You know? It changes the freaking world. Absolutely. So, it's not like I feel accomplished. I feel fulfilled. Yes. But that's good. Yeah. I love that. Phil. You haven't, you had a question, didn't you? Oh, no. I was just... I'm rolling You were having a earlier. fun and I'm like going... I'm rolling from earlier, aren't I?
0: Yes, yes. <laughs>
1: from the interview with Jackie. I'm sorry, I went into that mode. <laughs> so what? What
0: classes? Uh, we don't need the dates and times because this isn't going to come out until after. Yeah, know, totally. over. But what classes are you teaching here?
1: Oh, God, she's got a lot. I got a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Give us, give us maybe the five.
0: The five ones, that you teach the, the most. That you, that like are, the ones most. that you. Top five.
2: Yeah. All right, I'll give you the ones that the the top five, and then I'll tell you. Uh, this year it's different the ones that usually sell out first are uh-huh. selling out but there then there's a spike in people signing up to the to the less popular ones right. that's great yes um so i'm teaching the Scorning and coming one uh huh mm. um that's the g spot um orgasms but also prostate orgasms okay. and i'm letting folks know that it's not only internally that you can get a prostate orgasm you can actually um, massage the prostate externally as well. So for guys that don't want to finger up their ass,
1: right?
2: you know, everybody has their limits. They can... <laughs> <laughs>
0: she looks very judgy at this point. <laughs> <laughs> like, you should like a finger you in your like ass. You should like a finger in your ass. Every, every <laughs> <lots of lube. laughs> you know, some, some guys are like... <laughs>
2: Will I be gay if I put something up my ass and I'm like nope if you put something up your ass and you fantasize about a guy while you're getting a finger up your ass then maybe if maybe,
0: you enjoy yes. another man in your ass then you might be gay then you yes. might be or gay. at least buy or bi. but if uh, you have a, something you know yeah, yeah, yeah. but if
2: you have a finger up your ass and you're thinking about women it won't just because you have a finger it's not gonna up your ass it's not gonna turn hey I'm gay. all for <laughs> if
0: somebody's getting pegged as long as there's a girl doing it and you're not thinking about some guy ramming you from behind it's not gay it's
2: it's pleasure fucking. It's fun. whatever yeah. the hell it is. Yeah, you don't know, worry about it. You know? Well. It, it yeah. is freaking orgasms. Yes. So I tell the guys, Fair, you want to sign up for the class for squirting? Great. But just know that we're also going to have techniques for you. And that might include
1: prostate stimulation.
2: Right. Um, and how to, how to get your dick started if
1: you can't get an erection because you have performance anxiety. We give them a little technique. We actually had that conversation earlier today yeah. with somebody else. Um, the women's side of the emotional how do you deal with a guy not being able to perform and that that was one of the that things.
0: was uh, with John and Jackie Murphy yeah. from Open mm-hmm. Love 101 the, yeah they're yeah. amazing yeah they yes, are
1: so I was interviewing her for her book earlier and um, that was one of the questions that's always brought to us yeah about how how does a woman handle that Mm-hmm. For when a guy does it, and then it happens to her repeatedly with different guys. I mean, it's, it's an emotional thing for her. Yeah. As and we were discussing that it should not be, but if you have a technique that she could use, yeah, totally. <laughs> it's
2: just to jumpstart the. It's just mm-hmm. to jump start the erection, and right. it actually it, it works because it's anatomy. I'm just tell I yes. just teach them what veins to press or how to how to how to manage certain things, and it's just easy like that. When you have a garden hose, right. and you have kids running around, and one of them steps on a garden hose that, has, that is and like... Kinks. It kinks. You know, water stops. Yes. Yep. It's the same concept in terms of like ejaculation or holding the blood flow in a certain way so that it engorges. Right. So it's just that. Uh-huh. I also have a class on performance anxiety, so how to overcome performance anxiety. Yes. And that never is a good seller, no, but this time around, I
1: think I think I think most of it's not a good seller, and I think this is because people would feel embarrassed. But that's the thing. This time around in this convention, it sold out. Really? Yeah, it sold out. It
2: pre it sold out even before the convention started. Really? Yeah. So, so I am very excited. At that's awesome. Oh, the communication one also sold out. That's good. Even before the convention started, the how to hook up in, in large events, yeah. and those are ones that tend to not sell, that tend to not sell that much. Right. But but uh, they are and that means that people are, are willing to communicate more and try to really deal with their performance anxiety and not be embarrassed. And get about involved.
1: It. Mm-hmm. Huh? And, and get, get involved. involved. Yeah. It's not it's not necessarily about, um, oh yeah, I went to this club and we, we danced, we had a good time, but you weren't really involved yeah. in what was going on. Yeah. You don't have to have the sex to be involved, but you weren't engaging. You weren't you weren't involved in the club. You just went to a club, you didn't do anything. Does that make sense? Totally. No? It does. Really? It makes sense to me. Sure does. You with <laughs> yours. Abuse. I did not. Did I touch him? No. Thank you.
0: <laughs> did she want to? Did she want to hit I me? Totally yes, she totally did. did. She <laughs> saw that look in my eyes. Yeah, I, I, totally saw it.
1: That. I was thinking about hitting that spot so, on your penis where you dropped your food earlier.
0: So, you've been uh...
1: <laughs> So, other workshops are oral sex. Yes. And tantra.
2: Uh huh. Um, and group sex. Yes. Like how to actually have group sex. And jealousy. Yes, that's another great one. Like how to, how to a handle how to deal with jealousy. Yes. Um, positions. I teach people how to have different sex positions. If you're a veteran or you're older or you got an injury like a back injury or a knee injury and now you can no the longer ones do doggy that work mm-hmm. for them. Yeah. No. Actually, how to do doggy again? How to be able to do all the positions that you weren't able to do. Yes. Now with different sexual
1: ergonomic techniques. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's so awesome. Mm-hmm.
0: Now. You do naughty. You've done the cruises. Yeah. What other events have you been to? What other LLV, events? LLV, she said. Huh?
2: LLV. Yeah, I, I know, go to the LLV you. cruises. Yeah. I go. Those are the those are the ones that go to uh, Europe mostly. Yeah. We're gonna go to the Mediterranean next month, and next year is Alaska. I'm very excited about Alaska next year.
0: When you go to all this stuff, how often are you actually able to get out and just have fun at the event besides
1: besides besides
0: working. teaching and yeah. doing? Private lessons and whatever the hell at else night, you get Well, during up the
2: days I do that, but at nights I party. I don't drink. Yeah. yeah, I don't drink because I am on duty. And sometimes if there's a conflict, they will call me to do rapid crisis counseling for uh-huh. couples. Right. Oh. So I can't drink to be on, on, on my toes. But I love to dance and I love to party. And I love to find people who are working the events. Uh-huh. Because <laughs> like I said, I'm a slut. <laughs> <But> I... <laughs> So that I th- was
0: actually uh, one of our friends earlier today. Was I told him that I was trying to set it up to come record with you, and they're like, "Going, she won't fuck us because we go to her classes. She'll fuck you." <laughs> 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 and I'm like, "That's not what I was trying to do, but it's good inf- good to know." Good <laughs> to know.
2: <laughs> well, I here's the thing. A part of the ethics, because everybody's like, "How can you? How can you not fuck?" And I'm like, "Wait a wait, wait a minute. I fuck." only people that are working events. And what does that mean? If you are not a paying customer of the event, And you're working the event, so usually like other travel agents or... It's different. Yeah. It's It's different. Because they haven't... They're not clients. And like the ethics board says, you can't have sexual relationships with clients. And since I'm in charge of keeping the peace and doing rapid crisis counseling, everybody who has paid to be at the cruise or at the event is considered under the law as a client. Except for the ones that are working.
1: Except for the
2: ones that are working because they didn't pay to be in the event you know and mm-hmm. they're getting paid to work the event or they're you know right that's the only distinction yeah. yes so what do i do when i get to an event i go and see who's vending <laughs> <laughs> like heather you know heather is my assistant
1: yes. she's here with she's me she's here with her oh yeah. you brought her, <laughs> her i brought this you? One. Oh, okay <laughs> or, i thought, I thought or, you got her from somewhere <laughs> yeah or i bring she's a, adorable by the way yeah it's i love job. Her. <laughs>
2: Or I bring an assistant that likes to engage in sexual relations with me so that Uh I can go back to the room and relax. Uh Mm -hmm. Or I see who's working the dungeon. Or I always try to see who's working what or who's volunteering that didn't get paid. And I'm like, all right, so these are the people. These are going to be my people. Right. (laughs)
1: These are the ones that I get to choose from. Yeah, these are the ones that
2: I get to choose from. And you know what? These spaces are charged. With so much sexual energy, it is impossible not to not get aroused. Yes, absolutely. It is, oh, yeah. It is impossible. Like, it's really hard. And the first two times that I went, like, the cruise and the first naughty, I used to be really sexually frustrated because I hadn't I hadn't gotten around to. I always figure things out or new things in every event. Right. But at the beginning, I was like, oh, my God, I can't fuck anybody. I'm, I'm super scared of losing my license. Right. right? I don't want to get disbarred. Right. And I would just be like, oh, my God, I can't fuck anybody. I can't fuck anybody. I was sad. I was frustrated. I was angry. I was... And then I started figuring it out. And I was like, all right, I found my loophole. Yes. And now I'm a happy
1: person. <laughs> and, I... and how long did it take you to find that loophole? Two events. Because
2: <laughs> <laughs> the energy is just amazing. It's, yes. Mm-hmm.
1: It is. And it is even, um, like we were talking earlier, is that... It's not only about the sex. Mm-hmm. It's about just being in the environment and being around people that are just so relaxed. It's Nobody's a... here on pretense. Nobody's right. here for show. They're here because they generally want to be here and they're going to have a good time. They're going to have, it's a, it's sexy. Yes. You know, yes. it's
2: sexy. People, people being naked, people dressing up, people going to theme parties, people smiling, people yes. connecting. It's just sexy. Sexy all over. Yes, it's that, fun and sexy.
0: And everybody that's coming, like the swingers, are all coming in, and they release all these little walls they build up to keep themselves from yes. saying stuff they they're not drop, supposed to say.
1: Yep, they drop this vanilla wall. people yeah.
0: or family and friends. They now let loose. they don't have to worry about that. They just let flow whatever the hell they're thinking, whatever they're yeah, feeling. They whatever. Go.
1: If they if one of our things is, and I'm gonna throw swinger cast out there is Allie in the no bra thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, and she's passed that on to several of us now. And I do my part and tell girls, you know, it's it's freedom, sexual yeah. freedom. Don't wear a bra. Why do you have to wear a bra? And do you, why does it have to be perfect? Just let it go. Yeah. I love that so, and Allie from Supercast. They're so amazing. Yes, they love are awesome. Yeah, they are. And so now every time we come, even when I told my friends who haven't been here yet, and I told just so you know, you're not wearing a bra while you're here. You're yeah. not allowed. She's yeah. like, "What?" I said, "And you will love every minute of it." Well, <laughs> I it... didn't think I would. The first time I did it, what two years ago mm-hmm. was the first time I started doing it. This is my third year doing it because the first year we were here, I met John and Ally. Yeah, and she was telling me because I had all these bras packed. She's like, "No, ma'am,
2: no." Well, isn't that you just you just hit on a really important point? Isn't that what this event or this lifestyle mm-hmm. is really about? sexual freedom. Yes. Mm-hmm. Isn't that what we're going to have a sexual freedom Absolutely. parade? Yes. You know, it's about sexual freedom whether you're poly, whether you're a swinger, in the lifestyle kinkster or whatever BDSM, or whatever, BDSM, whatever, whatever it is. Yes. It's about sexual freedom and allowing folks to choose whatever they want, be whoever they are respect not judge and create spaces that are sex-positive mm-hmm. for people to be able to be free. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. And that's why we're going to march in the parade, right? Yeah, like That's why that happens, because yes. we want sexual freedom.
1: Yes. And, you know, we we don't compare ourselves to... The gay community, mm-hmm. but we're like-minded like them. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely, we we I throw our S and swingers as the LGBTQQ times whatever it is. Yeah, they, they with the S too many at the letters. end. It's not. with an S at the end because we bring them all together. Yeah, because we we swing it around and bring it all together because we we like them accept everybody.
2: Yeah, that's so. it. The thing is that you're another community in the vast sexual spectrum of communities. Mm-hmm. You know, that are open minded and want everybody to have fun. So, yes, you do have similarities to the LGBTQITT2S community. Thank
1: you. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> you, you totally went down without a I stutter. see how you passed
0: all those courses. That was impressive.
1: <laughs> 2, 2S. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: you do have similarities in the fact that you're you're fighting for the same rights, right? In yes, one way or another, absolutely. we are fighting for sexual freedom and the ability to exist and be however and be okay. we want. And, we and we don't, we, be don't okay. have to,
1: we don't have to have people do it. We just have to. We just want them to accept us and be okay. Of with course, them. you can't. We, you don't have to do it. We don't. We don't. You know. Well, if you don't want
2: to in it. Don't do it. Well, here's the thing that yeah. people don't understand either because. Either the homo- homophobes or the people that are judgmental. I don't have a magic
1: wand. Well, I do.
2: But I don't really... <laughs>
1: <know>. <laughs> I like how you threw that and brought it back and threw it back out there. <laughs> I don't,
2: I'm not like the sexual fairy where right. I'm going to have a wand that if it touches you, all uh-huh. of a sudden you're going to be com- converted, right? Right. I don't have a wand if you're vanilla coming and then touching you and all of a sudden you're a swinger, yes. you know? And this is what these people don't understand. Yes. You can't be converted. No. Just because we are, doesn't mean that we're going to go and convert you. No. You, you can't. Have
1: want it. You have to
2: mm-hmm. want it. You have to you have to be called, you, it has to be you. Yes. Nobody can convert you. I no. can't convert you to be gay or lesbian or right. a swinger.
1: Absolutely. You know,
2: I, this fear that they have, this judgmental fear, that we're gonna go and convert them and that the only thing that we're looking for is to go and get a vanilla couple to convert them to be swinger that is way too much work and that is boring yeah. is. Oh, God, yes. Yes. you know what the amount of drama that will bring why the fuck am i gonna go over and try to convince you to be something that Absolutely. you're not why don't i just go over to my neighbors who are actually in the lifestyle will enjoy it and i don't have to convert anybody i can just have fun it's yes. too much drama
1: to try to convert you yes. oh yes it is right so, and we're you're not, just not ready. You're not ready. We don't want to do that. I, we're not all therapists. You know we don't want to deal with all that
2: We don't. Why? <laughs> so that's judgmental. Yes. You know it absolutely is. They just need to. They just need to accept who we are without the fear that we're going to convert them. That's yeah.
1: it. We can all
2: just coexist together. Yes. Nicely. Or
1: be codependent. Mm. Your, your word. You like your word, don't
0: you? I, I say I'm codependent.
1: Oh, really? In what way?
0: Huh, I depend on her for my happiness. <laughs> We've been together for all, 24 years almost. Well, we're well, we
1: 25. Isn't? We've been yeah. together 25. We've been married 24.
0: Yeah. So I, I always say everybody else says codependency is a a bad. Because you always hear about it as codependency is bad. You're enabling somebody to do drugs or alcohol or whatever. They you say in oh, a heard. negative context. Yeah, Which it, it is. But I was joking around. I'm like when oh, like, know I'm codependent. And I count on you for, for my <laughs> everything. happiness.
2: You know You're what? Everything. And
0: I'm like, I'm okay with it. I got no issues. I don't...
2: <laughs> Actually, I don't think it's something negative. I think it's something... I think it's as positive as you want it to be. It's your own understanding. Well,
0: the only time anybody ever talks about it is, is negative. Is negative. Yeah,
2: but uh, God, look at the society that we live in. Most of what people talk about is always in the negative spectrum, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. They mm. need
1: some... They, they need controversy. Yeah. So you have... You have the ones bringing out all the negativity, and the ones that bring in the positive don't get to see as much light because they're kind of boring because yeah. they're bringing the good side in and everybody wants to see the negative. Yeah. So. So you're good to be codependent. Oh, look at That's you. That's good
0: because it's, I want to keep doing it. Today. I'm
1: going to call you co-deep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're now co-deep. I kind of like the deep part. Well, <laughs> oh, I'm out. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: I can't believe I got Angie and Jay to be silent for a minute. Yes. Perhaps
1: a second. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. Now, um, how can people find you who may not be able to afford to go on cruises or come to Naughty New Orleans? Is there any way they can find you, like a website, or do you have um, maybe where you're located if they want to?
2: Yeah, totally. Well, I all... you want
1: to give up. You don't have to give up anything you don't want to.
2: Oh, <laughs> baby. You're talking to, you're talking to a slut. I'm going to give up everything. I'll give it up. Consensually. I am I'm based in Toronto. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So people can find me in Toronto. And uh, I also, I'm virtual. So even if I'm based in Toronto, I have a virtual practice. That means that if uh, you can't connect with me in any of the events, you can always connect with me through Skype. Mm hmm. Um, I have a website where I sometimes have YouTube videos, and people can get advice, and people can see resources. So the website is Sexplore, so kind of like an explorer, but for sex.
1: Spell it out for us.
2: S-E-X-P-L-O-R-E. Okay. So just like explore, but Sexplore, okay. with Den Temin, so with D-E-N t-e-m-i-n okay. it's explorewithdentamine.com yes that's my website they can find all my contact information there they oh, can find awesome. resources etc so if they can come to any of the events and they can travel to toronto great and if they can't i do virtual consultations too awesome That's great yeah i have a talk therapy practice too so if you don't want to be touched and you just you just want to talk and you just want to talk and are having obstacles and stuff because Mental health is important in the
1: lifestyle, and we rarely talk about it. It's mental health is, I think, almost as important as physical health. Yeah.
0: Doing the uh, podcast and hosting stuff, we've we found out that um, a lot of people have a lot of questions that they're not willing or not confident enough to ask people
1: in that person. they may. Yeah.
0: May be interested in having sex with or something, mm-hmm. so yeah. they feel a lot more comfortable asking us, yeah or, or, or someone like you thing. or yeah. somebody, yeah, just so they can get it off their chest and find out that you know what what they're thinking isn't completely as insane as they think it is. I right. know what people and it want. happens, to everybody. Yeah, yeah, they want yeah. understanding.
2: People want to feel like they're normal. Yep,
0: yeah. All exactly. That's
2: it, and whatever their normal could be, exactly. But people need the
1: reassurance. That whatever kink they have or fantasy they have is normal. Hence, the, I think hence the reason is what we started doing our podcast was because we were we we would go to a, a club and come back and start talking about how did you feel? Mm-hmm. Did you like that? Was that cool? Did I mean? What, what, was he doing okay? I mean, you know, and then when, when, he, when we do it at home, it's like, he's down there, he's like, okay, what's he doing? Because you're really enjoying this. I really need to know what he's doing. So, that's, I think, one of the reasons why we started doing our podcast. We want to talk about our experiences, and we're not. Thank Once we're.
0: again, I was just trying to use it to get laid. Whatever.
1: That's all right. I'm <laughs> calling bullshit. <laughs> no, he wasn't. <laughs> he can say what he wants. He he just likes to be the asshole of the group. Well, right. I assholes out for anal sex, so. Oh, so you're down for anal. (laughs) That's what I got out of that. Well, it was really nice talking (laughs) about uh... (laughs) Consent consent is
2: everything, so we won't do anything you don't want.
0: Thank
1: you. That you're aware of. But if you pass out.
2: Never. Consent is... Nope, consent with of sex. That's with
0: just a J. joke. I always it's say, like, if our friends are getting too drunk, I look at them and go, it's a good night for "Hey, anal. if you get drunk and pass out, it's a good night for anal."
1: <laughs> it's also a uh, fair warning: is that you should probably drink some water. That's back basically now. what I'm yeah. telling them. Yeah. you, you should know, drink you're getting, water. You're back back getting now. hammered.
0: You need to back the coffee a bit. <laughs> yeah, that's so my way of saying that, it without saying, "Hey, nice hey I'm being your mama yes. here. You need yep. to stop."
1: Yes, I don't want to be your mom, but I'm being your mom. Exactly. But I'm telling you that you're gonna get pegged if you don't stop. All right. But you don't. You know that. Your show is part of the pleasure revolution.
2: You do know that, right? Really? How? Yeah. How so? You're changing the world for a lot of people. Some people, you're anonymous to some people. Some people know you, but they know your voices. Yes. And you're normalizing a lot of this lifestyle for people. Yeah. And you're making people feel better. Information is power. Knowledge is power. And just by putting your experiences out there, you're changing people's lives because they get to listen to you and that's, feel normal.
0: That's part of the thing we've learned about of from Naughty in Orleans or just coming years. here and this is this is the area where we a lot of people know us mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and we've had to figure out how to take compliments yes. and understand that you know we're not used to people coming up to us and
1: knowing our voices without necessarily seeing our face because we do put our face out there just not everybody makes well, a connection yes it's, it.
0: it's the uh, it's the overwhelming just the thanks they get from us and the fact how that they're, so, they're so thankful and they're caring and it's this. it's just oh some of the, sometimes the emotions is like overwhelming are being
1: so nice so nice
0: yeah, and it's right? just like i i don't deal with this i don't i don't understand he i'm not used to, being to people being asshole. like this you know
1: <laughs> he <laughs> wants people to welcome fucker i can't believe he made me do this and it was so awesome <laughs> I'm, I'm more
0: used to being yelled at than i am this <laughs> yes. so it was, it took a little while for you used to people just yeah.
1: and it changes yeah. you too it oh, does yeah. you
2: know it has you change people's life lot. but it changes you too so that's why oh. You are part of the pleasure revolution. And I want to thank you for inviting me to be part of that Absolutely. with you guys. Absolutely, anytime. Like I said, <laughs> we're all, we're all changing the world one orgasm at a time.
0: All right, you can find us on Twitter at Average Swingers. You can email us at averageswingers at yahoo.com. You can go to our website, averageswingers.com, and sign up for Cassidy and get three months free, or SDC and get a month free. And give this a shot. deserve are the ones we really work with, and I gotta thank Beats by JC. for intro and outro music. <laughs> Remember,
1: life is short. Party naked.
0: Oh. <laughs> Do your goddamn self, all right? I mean, get don't fucking eat me. You know?
1: supposed to be for men. I have a medium in men, but that wouldn't fit nah, you. That, that would be swallow bigger. you. That would swallow me. No, this will be fine. You can wear it on and I the... can see my nipples when it rains. Absolutely. I'm like we're wearing ours on white night. That was the smallest one I had. I think you got the last female. <laughs> <Yay! laughs> Alright, sweet. Alright. All right. What are we what what are we doing? Are we Do doing... you want something to drink? You want some water? Yes, that would
2: be lovely. Do you want, do you want cold water or room temp? Uh, room temp is fine. Because he does not like cold water. We're the same. <laughs> you know in Chinese medicine they say
1: it's much better for you. Some people say that uh,
0: the cold water helps you like diet, uh metabolism or something. You're,
1: you're, I don't know
0: if that's true or not. But I don't it like,
1: helps your body. Meta- uh, I think
0: they were just trying to tell me a fact. Speeds
1: up your metabolism. Pop a, pop a phone here in the bed. I will. Let us make keeps sure twisting. there's no sound. Oh shit. I didn't
0: do that. I didn't either, actually.
2: It's okay. I uh I'm a journalist. I studied journalism yeah. a long time ago. Before I got into
1: this, so. What did you
0: uh? Well, hang on, before you go any further, that uh-huh. those are questions we're going to ask in a minute. So she might as well answer those after. I got a text message. Are you on this? I don't know. Don't worry about it. Okay. We're not, we're not, we don't give a fuck about that for like 40 minutes. Alright, at cool. least.
2: My name is Dan Temmin. Life is short. Party naked. Ever.
0: Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you, so
1: you too <laughs> <laughs>